0: Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hey, this is One Million in One Year. I'm Greg McIntyre. I'm an attorney. I do estate planning, elder law, and I took on a crazy proposal to, or put out a crazy proposal that I would make one, take 150000 make one million with it in one year. I haven't done a show in a little over a month and I wanted to come on mainly because I was ashamed of the markets. I'm ashamed of the volatility. I'm ashamed of my investments. And uh, I wanted to come on and talk about that a little bit and what I've learned. And I'll tell you where I'm at right now, okay? So one thing I did is I bought a condo in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was a depressed market. And uh, because everybody's moving out of the suburbs during COVID, nobody wanted to be in the middle of the city and distancing and all that. So. It was a soft market. So I got a good deal in a condo there. I put a lot of work into renovating that condo and, you know, just furnishing that condo. And I think it will be a great place where there will be appreciation by the end of the year, given the opening up of the economy, the world and us putting things behind us a bit and that market getting hot again. So I'm interested to see. I think I can bump 100 to 150,000 out of that property. We'll see. But that really ties into what I've learned with my stock investments and crypto investments that I want to talk about today. Okay? I've got a lot of sweat equity and control in that in that condo. I own some other real estate too. That's not a part of this 1 million in one year, but it's made me start focusing on the things that I can control. I started looking at the markets. They started heading south. You know, AMC a couple of weeks ago went, you know, or last week went up 600%. But I felt like a gambler and I'm not a gambler. I do not like to gamble with money or anything else. So I pull it out. I actually pulled out about a month ago of the entire stock market because it ceased to make sense to me. And the reason it ceased to make sense to me is the whole premise of this show. One million in one year. It ceased to make sense to me because I was making quick decisions to make quick money. I was being reactive. And one of the things that we do when we are reactive is we miss out on the the big picture on the long term. And so I've really done a lot of soul searching, uh, talking to other professionals, co- uh, my business coach, you know, really working on kind of what was going on and sorting through it. And that's what it is: is it's focused on short-term pops. It's focused on trying to find the one thing that'll take you to the moon, that'll go up, you know, six hundred percent in a couple of days. Well, it's almost impossible to know. Which crypto or which stock is going to do that? And those are the types of plays you have to make to take 150 to 1 million in one year. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. And I'll tell you where I'm at. But what I have learned is that I don't want to neglect the big picture anymore. Another thing that I've learned, and I don't want to be reactive. I don't want to say, hey, a stock dips, sell. Hey, a stock ticks up, buy, take out a... Take or I'm sorry, uh yeah, no, I'm sorry, stock ticks up, buy. A stock ticks down, sell. Right? I don't want to be reactive like that. That's why it's better long term to invest in solid companies and also to invest in what you believe in. And I like to also invest in real estate, which is somewhere where I can have a measure of control. It's a long proven uh, hedge against inflation, and you know you can get, you can make rents, and you can also. Uh, improve the, the equity, the value of that property, not just by owning it over time and it appreciating, but also by putting in, by either getting contractors to go in, by managing the improvement or by going in yourself also and doing that improvement. I do both of those things. I like to tinker, tink, dink around and, and make those improvements myself. I, I, I think I'm fairly good at that. And I also uh, have contractors up and sub, subs that'll go in, subcontractors and do work as well. So it's made me focus more on that and more of the other real estate I own to see how I can maximize those investments. And that's where I want to keep my mind is on the, the big picture, the bigger, the things I can control. It's also made me pull out what I did was I took all the money I had in the market and I put that in crypto and I took about a 20% loss. I took about a 20% loss overall from the initial. I had had it up to about, you know, 180 something at one point in time. I've lost about 20% of that, but I have that in crypto split pretty evenly between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Okay. I have some small plays and some other smaller cryptos that if they did pop would certainly be uh, a big advantage to me. However, I have a, a good market share of crypto and I wanted to get just one Bitcoin, just give me one. And I got, now I have multiple Bitcoins. I have uh, quite, quite a bit of Ethereum and I believe in both those currencies. I think Bitcoin is digital gold. I think that the fact that one guy, Elon Musk, can come out and hate on Bitcoin and that it dips but not really that much proves that it's resilient. It also proves this. If your currency or your investment, your stock or your company is based on, and one person on planet Earth can say something about it and drastically affect it, that's a problem. So, I I think that some positive things you've seen in the digital world and what I like that I've seen in the digital currency world lately is that El Salvador, never really think about El Salvador much, but they have a lot of people living overseas. El Salvador has Made officially Bitcoin a currency in El Salvador. There, that way, it's extremely easy for all the people they have living overseas, or you know, in in the United States, in other countries, uh, you know, abroad, can easily get money back to their families. So it flows money and income just fluidly, easily, back to El Salvador, which is beautiful because. I mean, it's just an easy way of exchange. And Bitcoin is like digital gold. They're not making any more of it. And the more it's in demand, the more value it will gain. I do not see it being in less demand in the future. It's a proven currency. It's the most popular currency uh, of digital currencies. And it has a proven track record. It's solid infrastructure and... I think it's just only going to gain in value like real gold. Okay. Except more because it's newer and it's a new thing. So I think, I think we're still in the beginning of that. Imagine 10 countries adopting it as its currency. Imagine Latin America adopting it as its currency, which I would love to see. I would love that because I think it would improve the value of my positions. So that's what I see coming in the future. Also, uh, there's, there's been, you know, other news in Bitcoin. A major 401k provider started adding Bitcoin in its select selection of, of ways. It was investing the 401ks, and those are options for their, you know, people to invest pre, you know, pre-income tax retirement funds in digital currencies. I think that's the first of many as that opens up and more and more. Imagine all of them, all your IRAs, 401ks offering digital, Bitcoin's going to be a big play there. And again, it's digital gold. There's not going to be any physical Bitcoins you know, made, any more digital Bitcoins made. No more physical gold will be made you know, on planet Earth. I'm sure there's some other places in the universe, but not with Bitcoin. It's a limited amount of supply. Simple economics tells you the more demand goes up, if supply is limited, the more the value or price of each individual unit will be. That's the reason I think that Bitcoin is not a gamble. I think Bitcoin is one of the safest places that I can make. And again, I'm not a financial planner. I hold no licenses, don't claim to. This is just my experiment for 1 million in one year. Now, could I get 1 million in one year just off my Bitcoin play and hold? I don't know. Could I double it, triple it, maybe? It depends. Are other countries going to adopt it or other 401k providers and IRAs going to start investing in it other banks adding to their portfolios of investments i hope so and i think that that the, the, this is the first of many to do that okay that's what i see it's the first domino to fall the first shoe to drop and with countries adopting it and otherwise in addition at my ethereum play ethereum and i have a son who's 21 But, you know, he does tons of research. He's really into digital currency and lots of other things. And if he's into something, he's all in and he's really researching it. So, you know, he's reported to me and I've looked into it myself that Ethereum is allowed or the way it's structured. There's a central governing body. Essentially, you can set it up so you can have like a Fed and you can control it centrally. So there's centralized control, unlike decentralized control with Bitcoin. In addition, it has, I think, smart built-in contracts. So, so you know, when, when you do a transaction, it's easy to record that and you can do it, you know, a number of different ways. Uh, for example, I know Visa uh, a couple of months ago did the first digital transaction over the Ethereum network. OK, so the, uh, the thought is when countries really get into making their own digital currencies, that it would be very, very easy, and it would make the it would make sense for them to adopt Ethereum as that currency or the underpinning of that currency. It build on top of that platform to have their own tokens or currencies. Okay, people are doing that already. Companies are doing that. Have been doing that for a long time on the Ethereum say platform for their digital currency. Okay. And, and, it's, and it's made to do that, and that's what I love about it, okay? Imagine billions of dollars a day exchanging, but you know, on Visa cards, on, you know, on these cards that we all carry around that is taking place in digital currency, and that's being done over, over Ethereum, okay? Uh, so I believe that my, Ether- I'm not sure which one would be more valuable. The <clears throat> Ethereum platform and that digital currency play, or my Bitcoin play. However, it'd be nice to have a lot of gold in the safe and a lot of cash in my pocket or in the bank, right? And that's how I look at Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin is gold, Ethereum, totally different concept, but still a digital currency, more like cash, more easily transactable, and uh, the wave of the future, I believe. So my, my commitment right now to you and to myself is that I'm not going to move my investments in Bitcoin and Ethereum. I'm not going to touch them. I'm going to leave them and I'm going to let the world open up to the future of digital currency. And I'm going to ride that wave. And I've got uh money going in there every week into Bitcoin and Ethereum every week automatically set up. Um, Also, I have money going into a stock investment account every week set up. I've let that build for the last month or so and I'm going to start getting back into the stock market, but I'm going to do it with a different, with what I've learned so far, which is how we all evolve and grow, not just with short-term thinking and gambling, pulling the slot and hoping it pays off. I'm not gonna do that. I'm going to do it with more of a long-term eye and strategy. And I think that's the way we all have to invest. So while I would be ashamed of my losses, I'm not. I lost about 20% to learn something I think will make me thousands of, or hundreds of thousands of percent more over time. So, you know, that's what I had to pay to to learn that lesson. And me getting in in there and investing my, my own retirement, my own money, my own, you know, that chunk I set aside to play with, with this show, One Million in One Year, has allowed me to learn, and man, what a small price to pay for the wisdom and knowledge that I have going forward. So I wanted to bring that to you. um, And I think there's also, also another thing, I think there are opportunities out there that we have not conceived of yet, that will happen with not only stock and other companies, but also digital currencies. There are developments that would happen. I did not see El Salvador coming. I did not see El Salvador coming and adopting a country adopting Bitcoin as as currency. Um, I would love to see instead of China, in the United States, hating on digital currency and trying to regulate it and and tax it and do everything else, tax tax the gains, whatever. I mean, that's fine. However, I did not see them actually um, trying to ban it or trying to, to squash it so much. My thoughts are the equity markets here, the stock markets, uh, you know, in combination with the federal government and the, and the Fed, um, the Federal Reserve, see it as a threat, okay? See it as a potential threat. But I think there that it's not because it is a great source of taxable income for the state and also a great way for a, an investor to diversify their investments. Um, and a lot of these, I think people that are hating on it now, um, it, which is how things go. First, pe- something will get attention, a person, a thing, digital currency, then it will, uh, draw ire and, and hate and, you know, detractors. And then it will start to lead and get followers and people will adopt it. And that's generally how any new technology or things new that come on the scene are treated, especially if it threatens some of the big boys. So that's, that's how you know that it's a big thing because it is rattling cages and threatening the big boys, the big governments and the big markets. Okay. So that makes me happy because I see opportunity there. So that's the way I've kind of viewing, investing in the, the markets right now. Um, you may say I'm gambling with the digital currency. However, I look at it a much different way. I think that simply keeping with what we have right now and not seeking advancement opportunity and more technology and investing in that and believing in that is I think the gamble not doing that as the gamble. So, hey, this is my show 1 million in 1 year. I'll be back. I'll start doing more regular shows. So, check us out. There's a podcast 1 million in 1 year. There's it's on our YouTube channel um for lawyer Greg and uh and I'll put it out on all our other social media. So, please let me know what you think of this episode. Let me know what you think of, you know, the markets right now, the stock market, uh, what you think your big plays are. And uh, love to go back and forth with messages. I have people message me all the time about investing. And again, I am not an investment advisor. I hold no um, no uh, type of licenses. Don't plan to get any today. I might in the future, thinking about it. But, uh, but as of right now, no. Uh, just wanted to do this show and to, Learn to manage this 150. Plus, you know, the, what I, I guess part of that was put in a, a condo property in Charlotte. And in the end, at the end of the year, I'm going to open up all the books and I'm going to show you where I'm at for my 1 million and one year. Thanks. Until next time. See you. I'm Greg McIntyre. Life is busy, we all know. We put off planning till things get slow. Never promise today Don't get too busy And let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning are more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Estate planning benefits and even probate We take the planning piece off your plate your spouse were in the military. We can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call back McIntyre, Elder Law. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre.